everybody, and welcome to the Posterman Podcast. I bring you the latest news. Today, we have an issue that we need to bring up at hand at the first beginning of this of this, of this podcast. It's so I can't even get the words out, Ken. This is it's so upsetting. This news, yeah. Okay, I well, hope I'm, that, I hope I'm on the edge wins. of my seat because I have no idea what you're talking. I about. I hope this person wins. Scarlett Johansson sues Disney over Black Widow streaming release. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yep. She is suing because in her contract it says that the movie would only go to theaters. Uh, as I read it, it was, or I should say, the it's not from the light. I should say, from, I'm not sure which version of the story you're reading, and I'm not sure which version of the story I read. Uh, but from the way, from the way it read. To me, mm-hmm. it said it would get a wide theatrical release, which is implied to be only theatrical. Mm-hmm. And then they allege that Disney Disney's Disney's uh, motivation for putting it on on uh, streaming was twofold: one, to make uh, mm-hmm. more money, to bring in more subscribers, and two, to purposefully. Have to pay ScarJo less money because she had a she gets a cut of the profits. Yeah, according to the complaint, Miss Johansson's representative sought to renegotiate her contract after learning of a do of the dual release strategy for Black Widow. Uh huh. Which she has said in her ninth and which is her ninth and last Marvel movie. Disney and Marvel were unresponsive. That's what was said. The decision uh. to put the movie on Disney Plus is projected to cost Miss Johansson more than fifty million dollars. A person familiar with the details of their contract claimed, even before the pandemic, Miss Johansson was concerned that Black Widow could end up on Disney Plus as part of the wide release. In 2019, Miss Johansson's representatives reached out to Marvel, seeking assurances that Black Widow would have a theatrical-only release. Oh, According okay. to the complaint, in March 2019, emails she has included in the suit, Marvel Chief Counsel David Galuzzi said the release would be according to a tradi- traditional theatrical model. Adding, wow. we understand that should the plan change, we would need to discuss this with you and come to an understanding as the deal is based on a series of parentheses, very large box office bonuses. Okay. During its July, blah, 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 the performance fell very substantially. This is all coming from the Wall Street Journal. Okay. Just so that everyone knows my source. No, no, that's good, because I don't remember my source. The NASA Associates were disappointed with it being there. That's what they said killed the movie. Uh, where's the movie? Where's the rest of this? New toys in there. So they're hoping that. So realistically, she she did not get a whole lot of salary. No, she took very little and was getting some on the back end. Okay, so that she, she was doing it down. She was doing it down junior. Okay. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, I've learned I've learned how to play this ball with." Robert Downey Jr. probably told me, "I hey, this is what you want to do." Okay. Like with these Marvel movies, you want some of the back end. Right. And because the movie is now making more money on Disney Plus than in theaters. Right. And she doesn't get a cut of the streaming release because that wasn't negotiated in the contract. Nope. She only gets cut of the theatrical release. So now she has to sue to get, essentially to get her salary. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you read more of that story than I had read. I was like, oh, Yeah, I read it earlier today. And I I figured I'd, I'd hear it on a podcast somewhere along the line at some point. but Yeah, I read that Wall Street Journal article today that somebody shared. Yeah, I just... I, I saw... I came up on my Google feed. And I hope for the best. I hope she wins. I, I, I feel like she deserves to win because this yeah. nonsense with... This nonsense with streaming is... Kill. Like, if you ask... They've... There's another article that I read that was like... They've talked to other creators that have made stuff and they're like... This was not in the original negotiations when we talked to these companies. Oh, right, okay. They're like, none of this was supposed to go to streaming first. Okay. That's why John Krasinski had a great had a great amount of say in what happened with A Quiet Place. Okay. Like, he wouldn't give up A Quiet Place to streaming service. He's like, no, that's going to theaters only for the, the for at least a, a large amount of time. Okay. That's why it's well, right. now here recently that, on streaming. And that makes sense, because... Yeah. Or I should say the reason why is because he gets a, they get more he money. He probably gets that more way. money that way. But it also is, it's also fair. It's like the way that they watch movies. It's a mm-hmm. way to watch. Like it's the best way to watch most movies. Like for example, the movie you watch today, Mamma Mia, is better in a theater surrounding. I think. Like I, I will take your word for it. 
Like, I enjoy, I enjoy, like, just everyone being happy all around, and it's, like, everyone kind of singing along and bopping around. Because today we did Mamma Mia, by the way, everybody. Because, uh, not, not James Bond month. And Elijah got, Elijah Drew Shortstraw got Pierce Brosnan. Uh, and Shortstraw, I picked I Mamma Mia. That. I shouldn't say that. We all just sort of, like, barked out movies. <laughs> Mamma Mia and, was the winner. And I, and I win again next week when we do Logan Lucky. No, see, actually, Logan I, Lucky's I great. called that. I know, but... It, I, it, actually, my, my knee-jerk was, uh... Knives Out? No, I was going to do Layer Cake. Oh. My knee jerk was Layer Cake, but then... I don't remember if I hit Logan Lucky first or you hit Logan, hit Logan Lucky, Lucky first. Because that's always my go-to. And, that's my go-to Daniel Craig movie. And then it was like, oh no, we have to do Logan Lucky. Because, uh, spoiler alert, Logan Lucky is fantastic. <laughs> uh, it is It is a lot of fun. Especially on the first viewing. Mm-hmm. On the second viewing, it loses a little oh, something. It loses It loses but, that quick charm like you're like any heist movie. Because right, you know how it goes. Exactly. All heist movies lose something on the second watching. Because mm-hmm. then you're not... You're not shocked by the turn at the end. You're like, oh, so you're just looking for all the details that way, and like the second, third, yeah. Fourth. We'll, we'll I talk about do it next week. We'll talk yeah. about it next week. Zip it. Well, I just know that Mamma Mia talks probably not going to go for two, two, two. That long. is that is true. <laughs> I because uh... uh, granted about Mamma Mia, it is a fun movie, but it's mostly songs, so it's not yeah, real it, hard to be there's, like. Yeah, there's it not looks a lot nice. Of, there's not a lot of story. <laughs> no. It's a very uh, basic story. Uh, I shouldn't say that. A a, ch- a a big chunk of my notes are about the ages of the various actors, and because like, wait, this, wait, hang on, hold up. Like, why is a woman who's almost sixty playing a woman who should theoretically be in her early mid forties? You, you, you don't, you don't, you don't look at that. <laughs> It's just, uh, especially once you add the sequel into it, it all doesn't make sense. (laughs) Because the sequel's a prequel and a sequel, right? So you're like, none of the none of these ages add up. Because the best part about like, I didn't realize they showed you. I forgot they showed you pictures of the younger versions of themselves in this movie. Mm. But it's not these actors in the next movie, right? So and I'm like, oh. None of that happened. Right, because they recast. Uh-huh. They throw younger versions of the guys right. and younger versions of the girls. Right. And Lily Collins as uh, Meryl Streep. Right. So. But plot synopsis, cast list, Mamma Mia, go. Besides Pierce Brosnan as the one who can't sing. Uh, cast list, or, or plot synopsis. The story of a buck... The story of a bride-to-be trying to find her real father told using hit songs by the popular 1970s group ABBA. ABBA? ABBA. ABBA, ABBA. 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 Um, cast list. Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried? However the heck you pronounce it. As Sophie. <laughs> Stellan Skarsgård as Bill. Pierce Brosnan as Sam. Colin Firth as Harry. Uh, This list is not as good. Uh, Meryl Streep as Donna. Julie Walters as Rosie. Uh, Christine Baranski as Tanya. I couldn't tell if there was... Well, they, put wanted, them in, they put them in order of appearance. Uh, and Dominic, uh, Cooper. Dominic Cooper as Sky. Howard Stark to Howard Stark. Yes. Uh, 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 First Avenger and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Howard Stark. Agent Carter, too. Or, yeah, Agent Carter. That's what I mean. And soon to be seen in the new What If show. Oh, also. okay. He'll be back for okay, Howard he's, Stark. He's voicing. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, because they're doing... Captain Britain, Captain Britain, Peggy Carter. Carter. Which also, speaking of random, speaking of random, going back to random Marvel things. Uh huh. Apparently, so there might be in the Multiverse of Madness. They say that Haley Atwell showed up on set. Yeah, I heard about that. So they were thinking maybe maybe great Captain Britain is going to show up in that. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, that'd be awesome. I'd watch that. Yeah, I'm out of that. I'm. Yep. (laughs) Yep. It's like Uh, uh, I'm in. 
<laughs> I, I want to watch Haley Atwell in everything. So yep, 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 yeah, yep, hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah, Dominic Cooper as the hubby to be. Yes, this movie is astounding how it got cast. Okay, Pierce Brosnan had no idea what the project was when he signed on for it. Didn't know what it was. Huh. The producers told him it was being filmed in Greece and Meryl Streep was starring. Pierce Brosnan said, "Tell me no more." He would have signed for anything involving Meryl Streep, describing her as that gorgeous blonde I fancied terribly in drama school. <laughs> nice. So he signed on. And so he he signed on. So of course he won. Uh huh. Because they were like, oh, all right. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Colin Firth. Uh huh. He says, of all the movies I've done in my life, he says, when I go to the pearly gates, I want them to remember that I was in Mamma Mia. It is my favorite movie that he's ever filmed. Interesting. He said, it is, he said, it is one of my favorite movies. He said, if we make five more of these movies, I'm in for all of them. <laughs> all right. I'm like, wow. <laughs> all right. He, he says, he said he loved the Mamma Mia movies. <laughs> I, I found that I found both of those casting things extremely interesting. That is and interesting. Amanda Seyfried from our area. Really? Allentown. Oh yeah, that's not far away. Allentown, Pennsylvania. Amanda Seyfried was born and raised in Allentown. I looked that up. I just thought all that casting news was interesting. I was like, "Wow, from Allentown! That is like a hop, skip, and a highway right away." Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's a couple just a couple hours north. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah, like I said, a big chunk of my notes has to do with relative ages. We'll get to it. Yeah. And another thing was they well, they knew they wanted Meryl Streep. Okay. And so they got into the recording studio. She, yeah, she definitely has the pipes for it. Oh, yeah. They got her into the recording studio, and she did the song... Which song was it? I, I lost where it was. Uh, she does the song where she's singing to... Meryl Streep went to Stockholm, Sweden to record her vocals... For the song, The Winner Takes It All. The song she sings to Pierce Brosnan on the mountain as they're walking towards the church. Okay, okay, okay. okay. She finished it in one take. Yep. And Benny Anderson, former ABBA member, said they called her a miracle and no one else could have done what she had done there. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. They did... that. The entire song is in one take. And they were like, whoa. (laughs) They were like, it's not getting better than that. (laughs) Okay. Cut it, copy, paste. <laughs> yeah. But I, I I have a fun headcanon for this movie also. Okay. Stellan Skarsgård. I, t- I was like, what if this happened in his head when he was going crazy in between Thor, uh, Thor 1 and, and Thor, Thor 2? Because it's like at the end, he's acting really weird and funny, and then he falls, and I was like, what if that's him waking up? And he's like in Stockholm, because I feel like he was in... The Greater Britain area well, in that, Thor, Thor two. Thor two, like the climax of that movie is in London. Yeah, so he could have been anywhere near there too. Yeah, well, I feel like I don't know where they're supposed to be. I feel like they had to they're go Greece, pick him up. Like, yeah, they, I feel like they had to go pick up uh, him from the crazy. Yeah, team. he's he. They pick him up from he's he's somewhere because he's putting the spires near um. What the heck is that rock formation? Uh, Stonehenge. Yeah, Stonehenge. He's oh yeah. So he, okay, so he was on. He was. He was on the British Isles yeah. somewhere. Um. So I was like, what if the Mamma Mia movie was all in Stella Skarsgård's head during the Thor movies, and Mamma Mia is secretly tied into the Marvel universe? <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> I am on board with this because Howard Stark's that... in his dream, so he would have thought about Howard Stark as a scientist. And maybe mentally put mm. an older, a younger version of Howard Stark into his head, which is why the boy is Howard Stark. Mm. <laughs> like my head cannon. I'm, I'm on board. I, I, uh... Never needs to be explored again. <laughs> but I do have some. But th- there's there's a lot of interesting themes in this movie. Like I, there's 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 some fun themes and dance sequences, and it's just it's it's just a fun little movie. Um, uh, Lauren really likes this movie. I am 
and partial. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's a nice, pleasant little movie to watch. It, I was th- uh, uh, oddly enough, Thor was filmed in Iceland. Thor uh, two was filmed in Iceland. Hmm. Um. So like, but there's also some dirty parts where I just never thought I never sat there and thought about it, like. <laughs> Like, Meryl Streep th- making sexual innuendos is just entertaining to me in my own head, where I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Meryl Streep is dirty. <laughs> you mean like she was with three... <laughs> three dudes in the span of a month? <laughs> and when she was, you know, 22? And dot, dot, dot. And dot, dot, dot. Because that's what they did <laughs> back then. Dot, dot, dot. The, the the girls saying it. I just have random lines written too. Like it better have a wide aisle for three dads. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, hey. but who do you think was the actual dad? Like if you had to, like if you had to put like a guess to it. If oh. Oh, 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 no, I have a, I have an answer to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my biological answer uh-huh. is Stellan Skarsgård, because, of course, the, the two, well, I should say Meryl Streep being blonde-haired, blue-eyed, mm-hmm. you add the also fair-haired, I don't know if Stellan Skarsgård had, but the Scandinavian... Based on the old photos, that's what I... Uh, if you go with the movie photos of Stellan Skarsgård... You know, you go with the Scandinavian... It would, so, like, okay, this is the most likely to produce another tall, statuesque, blonde-haired, blue-eyed offspring. Mm-hmm. Probably not the two... Darker-haired. You know, the two dark-haired Brits. Granted, Pierce Brosnan is supposed to be American, but... If I go with if I can't not put Mamma Mia here we go again in my into this because I took Colin Firth out of the entire equation during during after watching the second one because they have this whole time on the island with the younger version of Pierce Brosnan and the younger version of like Stellan Skarsgård's on the island but younger version of Pierce Brosnan and then he leaves. And then she gets sad, and she goes on the boat with Stellan Skarsgård, and then finds out, like, a week later that she's pregnant. So it could have been... I could, I might, it could be Pierce Brosnan, or it could have been Stellan Skarsgård. I go for you, and I agree with Stellan Skarsgård. Okay. You don't think that... You don't think that Colin Firth is... You don't think no, that No, because Colin, Colin Firth... If I go with Here I Go Again, there's literally a long stretch of time in between Colin Firth, when they meet and have the one time they have sex... Mm-hmm. And then there's the long stretch of time when she's on the island with Pierce Brosnan. After that, so I would assume that there was not like it didn't take place over a week. It had to have been a couple of weeks based on the montage. But it's also a movie. So I, who knows? You've I've I've watched, I've watched this movie beginning to end once. But yeah, I'm going with the I'm, I'm adding the sequel now. Oh, so, okay, yeah. I'm good. That's where I'm getting. Oh, this info. I've not seen the sequel at all. Yeah, that's where I'm getting this info. Is the sequel okay? So that's why I said it's hard for me not to take that into the equation when I think about it. But I do believe Stellan Skarsgård is the real dad. But I do appreciate that all three of them are cool with being like, "Hey, we're each a third of a dad." Yeah, no, that was. I was like, bro, bro. <laughs> like, I was like, that was cool. I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, no. I- <laughs> yes, I appreciate that as well. That all three men are willing to, to varying degrees and sort of varying mm-hmm. levels of of zeal, step up and take responsibility, and they're willing to. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm I'll, yeah, we'll be, we don't care. Who's, mm-hmm. We'll each be a third of her dad. Like this is fine. And they each show up for in the third in the second movie too. Like she's in trouble at some point. I forget what it was. I she's about it, to have so a baby. That's right. I and so. They all show up to for her when she needs them the most. So it's it's very it's very it's very nice that they all just get along and agree to be like oh we're all there we're all there for her. 
I also there's there's that song on the beach, on the on the beach with uh, Amanda Seyfried, Dominic Cooper, mm-hmm. and then the guys come out in flippers, and I was like, I have worn flippers. I couldn't walk on a I couldn't walk on a pool deck with those. They are dancing in them. Good job. They're special flippers. <laughs> They're special flippers. They're special flippers. <laughs> but I was impressed. That that impressed me. I was like, good job. I was like that. This deserves an applause from me. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't even notice that they were wearing flippers. Yeah, they were. They were wearing flippers, and I was like, <laughs> one of my favorite notes. Oh boy, here comes Pierce Brosnan singing, and for some reason, I'm sadistically happy about this. I want to know <laughs> why. Although I think maybe you answered it because he was he jumped in and was like mm-hmm. he grabbed the he was like yeah I want yes I want to be in this I am in it yes mm-hmm. give me the biggest part. I want it. I want to be. But I was like, why is it that they give the guy with the weakest singing voice of the men mm-hmm. the most singing parts? Like, why does he do the most singing when he's obviously the weakest <laughs> singer of the three men? Like, I, I don't understand that. And it's not that he's bad. I, I, I made the I made the reference uh, with with Lauren when Lauren and I were watching this. Uh, he's like. Russell Crowe in uh, Les, Mis. Les Mis. He's not bad. He's just the weakest of everybody in the. Yeah. So like when everybody else is way up here and you're just a little bit down, you're still great. You're still really good, but you're like everybody else just blowing you out of the water. Yeah, like that. That is a hundred percent a good good comparison. Yeah. Except I think, I think maybe so. Pierce Brosnan pulls it off more than I, I, yeah. Crow. I think I think Pierce Brosnan is probably does a better job with this than Russell Crowe does. But but the, but, but that's, that's a harder the, song. That's, that's a harder musical to sing. Oh, too. for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, the, more downtrodden the, than the um, happy-go-lucky music is a. Yeah, the the what do you call it is definitely the soundtrack uh, score. The, the the like level of difficulty. <laughs> yeah, level of difficulty, and is, especially because of how they. Filmed Les Mis anyway, so yeah. But it it was it was a very pretty island. <laughs> All mouth, no trousers. <laughs> so I just have that line written there from the from when the the older lady in the hot and the younger dude are singing on the beach and they land on the beach. He says, "He's all mouth, no trousers, honey." Mm. <laughs> That was a that was an extremely sexual scene. I was like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> like she goes like down on the dude, yeah. And then, like ties it ties it into an under like a like a yeah diaper, d- diaper yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also like the it. It was a very weirdly odd thing because they because they kidnap like even during the bachelorette scene they kidnapped the skeleton scars guard and Colin Farrell Colin Firth not Farrell. Colin Firth and like tie him up and the girls like tie him up and like, oh, dance yeah. all around him. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that was weird to me. I'm like, wait, <laughs> these dudes are literally old enough to be their dads. <laughs> Still, Skarsgård's like, yeah, yeah, and he's into it. And everybody else is, like, and like Colin Firth's like, oh no, please no, 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 no. <laughs> he's running under the table. <laughs> it. It's just weird. I have this strange obsession with the song SOS with Pierce Brosnan singing it. Uh huh. It's one of my favorite songs in this movie, and I don't know why. I think I think the because it's the best singer in the movie with the lowest singer in the movie, and it just is a weird back and forth mm. where I just appreciate it so much. Like Meryl Streep is singing with Pierce Brosnan, mm. and she can elevate him. To levels that make that song good. Yeah, well, I think that like they, they have good chemistry and oh, it's yeah. good performances, despite the fact that it's as like his acting is good if his singing isn't. Mm-hmm. So like he's doing things, and and the, and the other side of that is you can tell he's trying, you can tell he's in it, and so he's like I said, he's selling it. Even with you know, in ways that aren't that are that are not just singing the words. Oh yeah, I think everybody does a good job of selling the 
the script that they're given. Like, yeah, the, it's the a performances, simple story. So the performances in this movie are all yeah, very very solid. Mm-hmm. At worst, solid. If not, pretty darn good. Yeah. And then, and then the end of the movie is Meryl Streep and, and Pierce Brosnan get married after seeing each other for less than a day. Again, yeah, well, and that's are you the, nuts? Are you nuts? Is what Meryl Streep says. I'm like, yep, he certainly is. I'm a divorced man who's loved you for 21 years. That's what I've written there. Yeah, uh, and like, why did the kids decide to not get married? Like, you you've come this far. Yeah, just. Get married and go travel. Like the money's spent, you're not getting it back. You're yeah. just gonna have to spend it all again. Get the what the doesn't make sense. Yeah, but I did like when Amanda Seyfried decides that her mom will give her away. That was nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's 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 a very simple movie. It's all the ABBA music, and I I appreciate ABBA music. Your mom's a big ABBA fan. My mom does like my mom has raised me to be an eighties child, so that's just how it all goes. <laughs> well, ABBA's the seventies, seventies, eighties disco. So seventies, eighties. I like Meatloaf. I like my ABBA. It's a. Mm. I like my ACDC. It's all. <laughs> yeah, I don't like ACDC. Much to Lauren Chagrin. Lauren is. Lauren is like you. She's she like grew up on her parents' music. Yep. And her parents are about a decade younger than my parents, <laughs> so I grew up on seventies music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shouldn't say that I grew up on weird, random stuff. Uh, whereas Lauren grew up on like classic rock, mm-hmm. primarily. Like her fo- and her folks both have way broader, more eclectic music tastes than my parents do. Uh, so, so by so by extension, Lauren's music tastes are a little bit broader than mine, and. And that's a story for a different time. And they reference the internet like it's not a big thing yet, which is very weird. Yeah, well, like I said, to, to my, my my the the timeline of this movie is really strange to me. Mm-hmm. Like, in order for like Meryl and the boys to have been kids when it sounds like they were kids in the 60s mm-hmm. and it's only 20 years on this movie's set in the 80s but everybody's dressed like it's 2008 because this movie was made in 2000 <laughs> this movie came out in 2008 yeah. so everybody's dressed like it's you know, 2006 2007 mm-hmm. and this movie came out in 2008 so it doesn't and like I said and Meryl Streep is 59 when this movie came out playing a woman who is supposed to be, you know, realistically at worst, what, 43, 44? Yeah. 45? You if, know, because well, the boys are, are well, like, see. at least one of them, because she talks about being a student. Yeah. And well, at least one of the, like, Colin Firthing talks about being, being in university. Mm-hmm. And, like, this was, a, this was a summer. So, like, these were university students. So these were kids in their late teens, early 20s. And now here we are 20 years later, because she's 20. So 21 years later. In 1979... Plus gestation. That's when they met. The year 1979, all of them. A young Donna graduated from Oxford New College with Rosie and Tanya and prepared to travel the world. In Paris, she meets and parties with Harry. They spend the night together, but Donna leaves soon afterwards. She later misses her boat but is offered a ride by Bill, and along the way they are able to help a stranded fisherman, uh, and they make it in time to stop the love of his life from marrying another, unbeknownst to Donna. Harry has followed her to Greece, but he arrived too late, and sadly watches the boat sailing off. Wow, they didn't even finish the rest of that plot synopsis. Because <sighs> they forgot the other one. <laughs> yeah, they forgot about Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Sam. Wow, they didn't even finish that one. But 1979 is when she's it went supposed to be. So... If you had 20 years of that, it's supposed to be 99. 99 yeah, so yeah. 2000. Yeah. It should be 2000. If. Yeah. Because that's from the sequel page, so. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. So there, there's some red cover. So there's some, there's some timeline massaging going on there. Mm-hmm. Because in this movie, like, they talk about the Summer of Love, and, uh, uh, like, the old Harry photos are 
60s. Oh, yeah. Not 79. Yeah. If he was dressed like that at 79... They don't he even was... dress him like that. That's 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 what makes this. That's why it makes it funny about those pictures is because he's wearing a suit most of the time. He's a very stuck up person, and then they break out. He they they he breaks out or of the shell to do the Waterloo song. Or should say no, not Harry. Uh, 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 Stellan Skarsgård. Oh, him. Yeah. Uh, Bill. Yeah, because there's there's the there's Colin First character. So that's not doesn't even look like how he's supposed to look. He's supposed to look kind of bad boyish, but he looks bad boyish kind of. Oh yeah, he was he was like he was like uh, punky. Yeah, he was punky. Yeah, in the in those photos, he was punkish. Where like Stellan Skarsgård is like early seventies, late sixties, early seventies, like sort of post Flower Child, Flower Child. Mm-hmm. Trying to find a picture of him on in during the movie. <laughs> But um, it's yeah the the timeline because there's Pierce Brosnan. He's not that old in in the sequel. In the sequel, yeah, yeah. It, it's like I said. It sounds like there's they do some they do some retconning for the sequel. Yeah, it is one hundred percent that because it's 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 like it, like the sequel just makes me sad because they kill off the mom. Meryl Streep's dead for oh. the whole move for the whole movie. I didn't know that. Yeah, she comes back well, in like a hallucination sort of song for one song. Oh, but that she, explains why she's so far down the the cast list. The cast list. Yeah, she comes. She sings one song with with Amanda Seyfried in headcanon, and then and then that she comes back for the end credits to sing with Cher and all the other people. Because even in the like in the sequel. Meryl Streep's mom is still alive. That's who. That's who Cher plays. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> that's why the time. That's why you can't think about the timeline in this movie, or else you're just like none of this makes sense. <laughs> if you all can't, you all wish this was a video podcast. So you could also I, I'm making some funny ass faces. <laughs> He's making some snarky faces, like hey. Because they I originally, wanna, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about the math on that now. Yeah, they really, they really wanted Cher in the first one to be. I forget who they wanted. I think they wanted her to be one of the friends. That yeah okay. So then, when Cher wanted to do the second one. That's what you came. I'm looking for my share information. Yeah, I got share. I was I I couldn't find Meryl Streep all of a sudden. Oh, share was offered the role of Tanya Wilkinson. Oh, that. Yeah, you're looking for that information. Yeah, okay, she on. she couldn't do it because she was on uh, on the Jay Leno show and she declined the role due to a concert tour commitment. She then signed on for the sequel to be the first one signed on on the sequel. <laughs> um. So, uh-huh. fun story. Ooh, fun story. Yeah. I shouldn't say fun story. So interesting story piece of trivia fact trivia facts uh uh june may uh share is three years older than meryl streep oh super trooper <laughs> <laughs> Cher is three years older than Meryl Streep. At the age of three, Cher, Cher had Meryl Streep. Apparently, yes. <laughs> At the ripe old age of three. Uh, Before Moonstruck, she had Cher. That's a little bit... I mean, that's that's uh, taking the whole... Uh, the, the, like, the age difference between uh, uh, Connery and Harrison Ford in Raiders... Raiders. Is it's only like eleven years or something? Like mm-hmm. they're not old enough to be father and son, mm-hmm. and it's similar uh, with uh, Brandon Fraser and the guy that plays his son in Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. <laughs> they're not old. There's not enough age difference there for them to be father and son. Benny, <laughs> you're on the wrong <laughs> side of the river. Hey, O'Connell! Oh, looks like I have all, all the, the horses. horses. Hey, Benny! Hey, looks like you're on the wrong, wrong side of the river. Um, we need to do the mummy. <laughs> haven't we yet? No. Are you sure? I'm 100 percent sure. I got all the. I got all the. I got all the data. 
I did an entire sheet where I spreadsheeted uh, out all the movies that we each did, and I found out that you had done the most picks, and then I come in second, right, and then Tyler, and then Lewis. I've never, I've not missed an episode. Yeah. Or no, I've missed one episode, whereas everybody else has missed... I missed one. You've, you've missed, like, two. I missed two. Yeah. I think I left... Yeah, I was about to say, I missed the Hobbit one. But yeah, and then there was pick. one that you missed when you were on vacation. Yeah. A, like, a couple summer, Last summer, summer before. No, summer before. I think summer. when you went to Germany, yeah. you missed one. Yeah. But it was... It, it, yeah, it's neither here nor there. But, yeah, I did a giant sheet, spreadsheet of it. I think it. I also gave up some of mine to like Lewis's picks. Like Lewis did like a two pick month and all that. Right. So right. And sometimes we just spoiler cast and did all that. And so it right. Was, all ended up being all together. But that's about all I got from Mamma Mia. Besides talking about music, which. Um, okay, so. Mm-hmm. In age order. Oh great! From oldest to youngest. Ooh, Ken's got a chart. I don't, but I have all the. I have all the. Ken's got the ages. Like I said, Meryl Streep uh-huh. was fifty nine when the movie came out. She was fifty nine in two thousand eight. Okay. Okay. Uh, Julie Winters, the short friend. Uh huh. Fifty eight. Uh huh. Could have been friends. Oh yeah, the, all the the ages are all pretty okay until we get to. You, we'll we'll get there. Okay. Uh. Julie, 58. Stellan Skarsgård, 57. Christine, 56. Mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan, 55. Ooh, young man. Colin. This is a young buck. 48. Yep. <laughs> Dominic Cooper, 30. 30. Amanda Seyfried, 23. <laughs> and like I said, that was when the movie came out, not yeah. right now. That was like her big break too. Uh, big Mom Mia was like was her, it? Uh, mean Girls. Mean Girls was her big hit movie. I think. Yeah, I forgot that she's a Mean Girls. I keep forgetting that. She's the girl who tells the weather with her breasts. <laughs> it's gonna be cold. Mean Girls, lame is dear John. That's what she's known for, according to the IMDb. Mm. Uh, but this yeah, Mean was... Girls. Mm-hmm. She was in All My Children and As the World Turns before that. But Do you want my last fun fact about this movie? Sure. It is Meryl Streep's highest grossing film. I believe that. Mm-hmm. She tends to not do big, big box office drama movies. Yeah, she does a lot of dramas. Yeah. But I just thought that was an interesting piece of fun fact. Yeah, uh, we. It used about... to be Colin first until uh, Kingsman. Till the Kingsman movie. Uh, I feel like we were we were doing not James Bond, and I was like, wasn't Colin Firth almost James Bond at one point or another? No, short answer. Oh. Because uh, the the interesting thing about Colin Firth is, like he sort of became the like he became like he's one of those people that got popular at like 35 yeah with Bridget Jones I think uh yeah I'm not sure I mean I'd, uh yeah I'd have to I'd have to look but at least as far as popular movies um, go but I, I read uh well cause I, I googled it uh and as it turns out uh Vaughn, right? Matthew Vaughn for Kingsman. He was like, "Yeah, I was sick of getting asked to James for getting asked to be James Bond." And then Matthew Vaughn came and asked me to be in Kingsman. So I was like, "Yep, got to do it." Or not, "Yep, got it." But so he got to be James Bond mm-hmm. for Matthew Vaughn, not to be not for James Bond. <laughs> uh, He's yeah. great, Kingsman. Yeah, he is. I, I've I've never. I mean, I haven't watched all of his stuff by any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination, but I've never seen Colin Firth in a bad thing. No, there's some parts where, like, he's good in everything. I think there's definitely some movies where he's pretty. Where the movie itself as a whole is a. But yeah, Bridget Jones. 
That was probably his biggest it's Western. 2000, it's 2001. Uh, I, my thing slid the wrong direction. Uh, Pride and Prejudice TV miniseries. Manners maketh. I know that's... Man. Uh, I forgot he's yeah, in King's Peach. I would say... That is probably accurate. And that's 2001... So less seven, yeah. So oh no, he would have been, or yeah, no. So less seven, yeah. Forty-one in the Bridge Jones. Oh, then yeah. there's Love Actually. Yeah, he got he got big after the Bridge Jones movie. Yeah, yeah. Forty-one. Yeah, he was he was. Maybe Shakespeare and Love started it. Was um, that a popular movie? Um, it I it would. Dep- Depend. It was. It got some Oscar attention. It would depend on how big his part was in that movie. Yeah, I, I, I've watched Shakespeare in Love maybe once. I have never seen it. But yeah, that is that is Mamma Mia. So we should probably robot punch this nonsense. Okay, we can robot punch this nonsense. Uh, you can. I uh, do. No, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, actually, uh, it's this is like a it's like a two and a half for me. It's just like straight up the middle. I. I, I'm not a super big ABBA fan. Uh, some of the music in this movie feels like we just need to use more ABBA songs. Whether they fit the story or not, <laughs> we're going to use them. Dang it. Um, but Meryl Streep sings about money. And she has money, which is funny. <laughs> uh, so, but as we as we discussed, you know, it's, it's a fun, bouncy movie. I've today I think is the first day that I didn't have flipping ABBA songs pop into my head <laughs> since watching this movie over the weekend. Uh, so uh, did the job you know right. it's 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 catchy it's up it's upbeat it's fun all the the performances are fine like the performances are all solid like it it you know it, it it's it's like it's it's not an awful movie it's. Oh, it's, it's worth your time. That's yeah, it's not a complete waste of time, but it doesn't really do anything for me personally. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things like I appreciate. I appreciate like the craft and the care and like this. Every people obviously cared about this movie. People obviously obviously enjoyed being in this movie. People delivered good performances. Like it's a it's a good movie. It's just not for me. And I usually like musicals, but mm-hmm. eh. uh, my story about Mamma Mia. Here comes the Mamma Mia story. My favorite Mamma Mia story, I should say. So, me, Mike, and Tyler, uh-huh. we go in to watch X-Files, the movie 2. Okay. Which is the garbage X-Files movie. Okay. We're watching it in our theater number 4, which okay. is right next to where Mamma Mia is playing in theater 5. Oh, uh, okay. So I feel like I've heard this story, but continue. It is a quiet movie where nothing goes on. And nothing really happens in this X-Files movie. I announce in the theater, it's so boring. <laughs> mm. And there the two other people that are in there watching it with us applaud my statements. And then, and then I continue to just be bored throughout this movie. But the exciting part about the X-Files movie was I could make my friend Mike very angry because I would start singing the Mamma Mia songs that you could hear through the walls of the X-Files movie. So then when we left the movie, the two people in the theater came up and they were like, that movie was garbage, but your commentary was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've definitely heard this story before. So that is my favorite Mamma Mia story, because Mike then said, no, you turned this into a Mamma Mia movie, because all you did was sing Mamma Mia songs. I'm like, well, Mike, nothing happened in the movie. I'm like, if I had to watch Mulder and Scully drive on a road for another 20 minutes, I'd go outside and hang myself. <laughs> oh, okay. <man. laughs> If I didn't see a damn alien in the next Files movie, this movie's pointless. <laughs> Mulder and Scully are called back to duty by the FBI when a former priest claims to be receiving psychic visions pertaining to a kidnapped agent. Uh, it's, it's awful. I want to believe. I think it's called. Is that yes, what it's called? It's called uh, the X Files. I want to believe. Uh, it came out in two thousand eight. Rated PG thirteen. Runtime. One hour, 44 minutes. Which is about the same length as Mamma Mia. <laughs> 5.9 out of 10, according to the imdb meter uh, What was Mamma Mia's? Mamma Mia, the first one. Let me make sure I'm on the first. No, that's the second one. 
Mamma Mia. The second one's not as good. The first one has has. Hang on, sorry. Oh God! I I wasn't on the on the root page anymore. That's fine. Uh, is six point four on the IMDb meter. So a little higher than your yes average thing. Also, I appreciate the director for this movie because I think he also directed the the she. It's a she. Yes. Also directed a version of this of Broadway. Oh, interesting. If memory serves me, so or, it's or a little, was the writer. It's I sort of the know. backwards. Uh, but, but, but she's but, also directed but, but, Meryl Streep in many of her other roles, which got her Academy Award nominated, which was Iron Lady. Well, not many, but one. Uh, no, no, she's not a writer. Okay. Not then it probably writer. was the, the director. The musical book screenplay. So the writer for this also wrote the musical. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like it was an, ad- an adaptation, or they were ad- they were essentially adapting themselves. Yeah. But I enjoy this movie. It's a lot of fun. It's a good time. I'm partial to musicals that aren't sad, mopey, like Blame is. But <laughs> this one's a little happy and free willing um, than the than than most other musicals that have a little sad notes in them. Mm. Um, so I'd probably go with a nice, but it is, you're very correct. It is very down the middle movie. It's not something I pick up and watch all the time. Like I couldn't tell you the last time I watched it. No, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched it. It's not as frequent as like Logan Lucky, for example, Mm. where I did almost, where I, where I typically do almost a yearly viewing. Mm. (laughs) This will be my 2021 viewing. (laughs) But it's if if it's on, I'll watch it. If someone's like, "Oh, let's watch it on me," I'm like, "Sure." But I typically go with the only reason they end up picked is because I really just enjoy being like, "Oh, Pierce Brosnan singing." I really love it when they sing SOS because <laughs> that's my go-to. If I want to put on a song from this movie, it's that. So. <laughs> For someone, I don't know why you would want to. Play. I don't know. It's catchy. It's, that it's, was. I will level yeah. with you. That is one of the ones that was going through my head last week. It is, or yeah, I should say earlier in the week. It was. It drives me insane every time that song comes in my head because I'm like, Pierce Brosnan sings in this and it doesn't sing well at all. But I like both songs that he sings in. <laughs> so I, those are typically the two on rotation. It's SOS and the and the song that all three of the guys sing. On the boat. I don't remember the name of it. Um, but that and some of the Amanda Seyfried songs. I I think Amanda Seyfried is a better singer than she is an actress. Oh, yeah. I would I would I would She should take the Anna Kendrick route and just stick with some a lot more musicals. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would I would watch her in, in musicals. Uh, but it's a very solid straight down the middle, probably three. Okay. Because it's very pretty to look at, but it's it's just a fine little movie. Like I'm like okay, like the story's not complicated. It doesn't leave you thinking. It just is kind of like okay, let's put it on and just like. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a very crank much it up a, and I'm singing ABBA in the middle of the night at nine o'clock at it's night. It's very in my much home a musical house. that way. You know, like most musicals are not. Super thought provoking. They mm. they tend to be more emotional stories. So, yeah, like Lee Miz. <laughs> yeah, and the Greatest Showman. <laughs> mm, kind of, yeah. Uh, or Rocky. Rock of Ages. <laughs> Should do Bad Musical Month. <laughs> Put Rock of Ages on it. Mm. I'd have to do some research on bad musicals. Like, because the problem with a bad musical, uh, 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 still catchy. What do you call it? Two, or is it three? High School Musical. No, uh, Pitch Perfect. Oh, that one's awful. Yeah, two Pitch Perfect two. Three's awful. Three. Three is uh, two. I think because you didn't see three. Yeah, I did. you didn't. I think so. I thought I saw three. Is that the one with the USO show? I don't know. And Ruby Rose. Yeah. That's three. Okay, three's the one I don't like. Because <laughs> three's the one where literally they don't sing much. <laughs> yeah, well, see, my problem with two is 
they sing, but the music is sort of purposefully bad. Yeah. So, I like, that's my issue with two. It might, the story might be better. I don't know. But. I like the story better than that one, because there's, like, a jewel heist in three. Yeah, in three, I... Like, Reverend three, Wilson's dad I, is John Lithgow. And I was going to say, I theme. own... I have the, the like, the, the basic, basic soundtrack for one, mm-hmm. and the basic, basic soundtrack for two. I do not have the soundtrack for three. I bought that ahead of time, thinking that it would be the world's greatest thing since sliced bread. And it wasn't. Yeah. What a depressing time. Uh, I watched a good, like, reunion, cast reunion pandemic. Uh, Was that of Pitch Perfect? Sing, sing, like, the Pitch Perfect cast yeah, singing I bought the song. together. Yeah. Because they, they sold the song for, like, UNICEF or something. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, it was for charity. Yeah. Um, Not to roll the that was pieces. that was really. I wish I could remember what song it was. I now understand where Lewis is coming from. This is a pain in the ass. Uh, <laughs> but how? What time are we at, Ken? Uh, fifty. Right. Fifty, almost one. That's a that's a pretty nice, solid little podcast about Mom Mia. Yeah. Unless you got any uh, other news? I don't. I mean, besides Bob Odenkirk, we all hope you get better. <laughs> Oh, what's up with Bob Odenkirk? He had a heart problem. He had a heart thing uh, on the set. He fell over on, dirt on the set of a uh, um, Better Call, Better Call Saul. Saul. Oh, that's so he was rushed to the hospital, and I was uh, everyone was worried because uh, Bob yeah. Odenkirk's the man. I so <laughs> I need to I need to find a new less angsty uh, Hollywood Hollywood news podcast. Um, I just hit uh, I just hit Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't do Twitter. I don't, I don't do Twitter. Uh, I have Twitter I for our Facebook. I like Twitter. Our... I should say I like Twitter. I just I have a hard time. I I can't I can't get into social media. I, I wouldn't. I just, it's a doom thing. I just, I just, just sit there. Just sit there and. Block or I should them. say anytime anytime I try and engage with social media, I'm like this is no good. I don't like this. I just so get I... most of my stuff from discussing film on Twitter. Hmm. <laughs> so there you go. Plug discussing film on Twitter. Yeah. Plug, plug, plug. But the Bob Odenkirk thing was traveling from everybody. Because, uh, from Patton Oswald to mm. everybody was worried about him because, uh, he's generally probably a very nice man. So, that's at least from my understanding. And he's really good at nobody, so. I mm, is he nobody. good? Is that uh, good? Nobody's so good. I want the nobody atomic blonde protege. I want the John Wick crossover movie of Doom. That's what I want. <laughs> I want like the random assassin movie of Doom. Yeah, see, you you liked Atomic Blonde more than I did. Cause... I watched Atomic Blonde once. I'll give you. I, I will let it be announced that I remember Atomic liking Atomic Blonde. What we should do is movies I... that are like John Wick. Let's make that a month. Because um, <laughs> uh, we can't do any more John Wick movies. John Wick knockoff month. Hang on, let me, let me let me get the month list back up here. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Because I need a reason to watch Atomic Blonde. <laughs> Not John Wick Month. Or John Wick Knockoffs. Yeah. Because I typically like most of those. For some unknown reason. Uh, oh, also plug for random John Wick Knockoff. Uh, you should watch um, Gunpowder Milkshake on Netflix, Ken. Uh, that's Karen That's Karen Gillan. Karen Gillian. Oh, oh, yeah, I heard about that. Right, it's I, good. I, I, okay. Yeah. I watched it and I was like, ooh, this movie's good. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, f- I forget how I. So maybe I was maybe I forget, but I I I've heard of that movie. Mm-hmm. I for- but I don't remember how I heard of it. It's a uh, it's good. I like it. That nobody atomic blonde and there's a new one coming out called The Protege with Sam Jackson, uh, Michael Keaton, and oh. I forget her name. I'm gonna go Lucy. Lucy no. It's not Lucy Lou. I'm, oh, goodness gracious. Christine Yu? Because by the time we actually get to that one, that movie will probably be out. <laughs> On uh, tape. <laughs> what is it called? The Protégé? The Protégé. That comes out at the end of August, everybody. So. Oh, yeah, Sam Jackson Keaton. What's her name? Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. The main girl. Maggie Q? Yeah, that's it. Maggie Q. 
That movie. Sam Jackson, Michael Keaton, Robert Patrick, Maggie Q. If there's not, there's probably another John Wick knockoff in the world. Mm. I we have we have month plans for days. I know. <laughs> That's because month, they're so good ideas. We have month plans for years. I should say. Actually, I don't know if we have. Let's all, all skip. Oh, no, pick. Let's skip picks next year and just do all months. We could. <laughs> That's right. If it's just the broadcast again, we should just do that. We'll take the decisive action, and that's what we're going to do. If Tyler Tyler gives us an unknown date that he's going to return, and Lewis is going to keep sleeping, then... <laughs> then that's it. We're going to take this over. That's we're going to run it the way we want to run it. We're going to run it. We're going to run it with theme Which bumps. Is right into the ground. Yep. Oh, yeah. All theme bumps all the time. <laughs> so write in with your suggestions, because we don't have enough for this. <laughs> To the Postman Podcast at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.thepostmanpodcast.com. Find us on Twitter at The Postman Pod. Check us out on Instagram at The Postman Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Postman Podcast. Check us out on YouTube by searching The Postman Podcast, where you too can be one of the many people that have watched and disliked our Quickly Down Under video. <laughs> Because they think it's the re it's the whole movie, everybody. It isn't. <laughs> but it's a good time had by everybody else that is on this podcast enjoying the fact that, that that video is getting so many views. But Yep, next week is Logan Lucky that is on a couple streaming services, I feel. Uh, it is on Prime, I believe. I think because it, it keeps moving around. Yeah, it, it was on Netflix for the longest time. Yeah. I think the last time I watched it, I actually watched it on Netflix. But I own it uh, on Blu-ray. Yeah, so. I own. It. Actually, I probably actually probably no. On all honesty, the last time I watched it, I probably streamed it on. Yeah, I was about to say Vudu. Vudu. Where I'll stream it. Oh, I need to get Vudu on the the new Streamo Boxo. The new Streamo Boxo. We I got a well because Lauren wanted to watch the Olympics, uh, so. And I couldn't find my Chromecast, so I went to Walmart because a podcast I've been listening. To, I have been listening to uh, was really talking up. They they have like it's this Walmart brand. It's on with two ends, uh-huh. so they they call it on and 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 and, which I can appreciate because I had a couple of friends in college who called me Ken and 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 and. So, uh, if any of you listen, thanks. I doubt any of you listen, but if any of you listen, thanks. Uh, Everybody listens, Ken. We have 4,000 listeners. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. And if I believe that, you'll tell me another. Uh, um, but, 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 but. So the Chromecast. Um, yeah, so I went and I bought the, it's the, it's the, it's a, it's a, this on-brand uh, Chromecast. Well, it's a, it's a. It's a Walmart box. Yeah, well, it's 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 it's. Walmart is always watching you now. Uh, so it's it's a it's a it's a Chromecast with Apple TV or with Google TV, or I think is what they call it now because they. But you, I can cast to it. So like, when so like we were we were streaming. Like I can cast from my laptop to, the, the TV. TV. So and we signed up for a month of Sling because it was ten bucks uh, to get actual to have actually have a TV provider. So we have a TV provider. Quote unquote. Uh, yeah, if you can't hear the air quotes that I'm doing, TV provider. Can you do it again? TV provider. <laughs> uh, so we can watch. The so Olympics. we can watch uh, the Olympics, but. The nice thing about this is it does it's a, it's a little streaming box, so it, it it saves wear and tear and electric. It saves wear and tear on my PS4, and it's way less juice. That's why I kept the. Than that's why I kept the my, Roku box. So. Yeah, it's it's way less juice than my than the PS4. So, we've been using that. We've been using that, but I, it occurs to me that I need to sign into Voodoo on that thing. Yeah, that's always the worst. Just trying to remember all that. It's like all the apps I have on that. I just have a giant spin wheel that I now choose what I want to watch on. Yeah. Well, and that's the nice thing about like the the, the Google TV is if you if you you can like use the assistant and say 
hey, where can I... Like, if you're looking for something specific, you can say, hey, where can I watch this? And it'll tell you uh, where you can find it. Like, it'll search all of the, your disparate all apps. All the stuff that you have up. Yeah, all huh. of your disparate apps that you have account accounts for. Well, that's handy. And That would have been it. helpful when I was trying to watch Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I just Google the stuff. Like, I Google... I, I, I look on Letterboxd. But, Letterboxd puts up a description. But, yeah. So that is that is Mamma Mia. We'll see y'all next week. Tubi. And it's on Tubi. What? Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, I found it already. It's on Tubi. I found it already. Watched or it. Or Peacock. Appreciated it. Yeah. Or apparently Prime Video. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's Pluto everywhere. Pluto TV. It's everywhere. Well, you have to you have to buy it in some of those. I don't know. It says free, 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 free. You must have just gotten Amazon. I don't know. Because I was having because I was having a hell of a time finding it the one day, but. Yeah, so we'll see y'all next week. Uh, yep. Yep, yep, let me get to the button. The yep. button! Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. Yep.